anyone anything that's personal feelings of the referee and I think that's allowed in this it's all different. Okay. Um what is Tyler Wolf's injury? Uh Tyler Wolf surgery? No. In injury. Ah, injury. I yes, it's surgery. No. Uh, it is uh, some hip uh, things. I think it's muscular, but uh, I don't have the right diagnosis. That's why sometimes I'm a little bit vague. But I know the right uh, diagnosis there's something in the hip that is muscular. Is it long term? Is it? Mm, no, not yet. Uh, it can be. It can be probably three, four weeks. We have to see the evolution. I, I don't want to give you a timeline on that one because uh, one thing I can tell you, Tyler is very tough. He's very tough. He's uh, stressful for me. He's very, very high. So it's difficult to tell you that because uh, it can be sooner rather than later. Um, when you went back and watched the, the three goals in, in nine minutes that uh, Philadelphia scored, what could y'all do better to prevent something like that from happening on Saturday against Columbus? Attention, attention, and uh, what I told the players is uh, I don't want the distraction to be on external things that affect our attention from the game and from our process and from what we are doing. And by that I'm saying like, yeah, the referees and the very bad refereeing we have gotten uh, in, in many games cannot be a distraction for us to just to be focused on that. So, take care of that on the sideline, whatever, but they have to remain focused on the process and what they have to do on the field and the attention. And first goal that we concede, three players were looking at the referee and that's kind of the attention, the amount of attention they're uh, putting on the referees and, and I don't need that. I need, uh, we need attention, we talk about, we watch the film um, and that was kind of escalating into other distractions, tactical distractions in active defending or how we defend, tracking runners. So again, the attention has to be placed in our process and our style and with external factors like the one I just spoke, uh, it's external, it's, it's, it's not in our control. Going back to that first goal for a second, were you surprised that Chilowitz didn't stop play considering he was talking to two players and he hadn't even sprayed the field yet? about many things about refereeing. <laughs> I, I mean, there are there are many little things like that that, that this game against us, but those are little things too. You know, right. big things like this PK. Like the PK against Miami two years, uh, last year, uh, in their house, like PK on, on Bruce Lennon. That was a PK. The disallowed goal on, on, on Santi Sosa, the day he scored a goal, I remember Columbus or Nashville, he scored a fantastic goal, and then he scored a second one from a corner, and they called a foul when I don't think he even touched the point. Those those big things, those those are issues. They can go from uh, you know the other day. Uh, it's, it's just it's just many things that are big that have have happened in at least five or six games this year. Last year the same. But those little things like if he was about to paint or not, we have to be better than that. Those little things like the yellow card for for uh, Bruce Lennon. That, that was right. taken back, right? Yeah. Because of the PK. You watch the replay, and it was Carranza twisting his ankle on his own. He twisted his ankle, he kicked the, the floor, and then they gave us a yellow card from an unexistent foul. If that is the fourth yellow or the fifth yellow for Bruce Lennon, we're losing for playoffs or for important games, for a mistake, for referee, those are little things. Big things are goals, big things are penalties that are not given. Um, so if, if Alex was about to pay the the line and, and we were not able that's on us that's that's those are those little things we have to walk through and to, to be better than that and, and that's again 
putting the attention on, on our process, who's on top of the ball, who has to make sure that the referee paints a line and, you know, who are paying attention, not just those three, but the guys in behind setting the, the, the line of confrontation for the wide free kick, where they looking at the ball, where they look at the runners. So those are the processes that, that we have to pay attention, and, and we did, we, we, we look at that. Considering uh, the circumstances that uh, contributed to the defeat against Philadelphia, now you've lost control of being able to finish at least fourth. How is the level of, of the players' focus uh, today and yesterday compared to before the Philadelphia match? Not a bit. I think uh, it's the same. It's, uh, of course, it's, it's out of our control now. Now you know, we, know we need other results to to have the ability to finish on top four, but we're going to fight till the end. We're going to try at, as much as we can to, to finish on top four. Um, and there are good games. <laughs> uh, we put the attention in what is coming and all what happened um, in the past. Like we have to look, we are looking forward to Columbus. He's one of the best teams in the league, in my opinion. One of the teams that play better football in the league. Um, and we have a lot of respects for, for for their coach and and for what he has done with that team. Their game model is very very good. In some ways, we are similar. Some mm -hmm. tendencies that we both have. Uh, but uh, they've been very, very consistent in that. So uh, it's a tough game, and for us, it's, it's a great, it's great to face those type of matches where, where you're facing good opponents, and, and that's intrinsic motivation you should have as a footballer. What challenges does Columbus present to you on the defensive end um, with uh, with Rossi and, and Hernandez and a very active, aggressive offense you're going to be defending? Well, I would say that they have many ways to unbalance the opponents. Uh, everything starts with the center backs and the double pivot they use, like Camacho uh, is very good at filtering passes through the middle. Uh, so the middle channel, the balls in the pockets for Matan or Rossi, uh, some rotations they have with, with Rossi actually uh, dropping a little bit more and then Cucho Hernandez dropping a, note a little bit at times 5-2-1-2 two, two, with Matan as a 10, double 9 at times Cucho all the way as a winger and then that creates uh, issues for the back lines the rotation with Aiden Morris, uh, Nagby at times Aiden outside, Nagby alone but the, the three center backs very narrow trying to look for those Thurman passes to balance getting the balls in the pockets from there the wingers are very dangerous in behind Yeboah, uh, Julian Gressel I mean, they have a ton of ways to unbalance and a lot of rotations and intentions in their in their um, game model. So we have we have a plan, of course, same as as, as they do, uh, and I hope it's a successful one in how we defend against that. But also the other thing there is, uh, at the same time, I think we are also good on the ball, and I think uh, if we can have more the ball than them, that's another way to prevent some some of those moments of taking care of the ball every opportunity we have to to have a possession sequence, we have to make the most out of it and then try to be patient and try to balance them the same way that they're going to try to balance us. So it's going to be a very good match. It's going to be a very good match. I'm, I'm very excited about the, the tactical you know, challenge for both teams. And, and it's just a very interesting game in my opinion. Do you look forward to matches against teams that have kind of a similar idea, you know, more or less than teams that play in a very different way? Well, all of them are difficult. I mean, in some ways, you know, playing against teams that are more direct and just kick long balls uh, in the channels and look for the second balls, you know, uh, uh, rebounds, and they are very uh, 
uh, how is it committed to make those runs inside for whatever happens inside the box, chaotic style I call it, and, and it's difficult because it's, at times you lose control of those moments. You, it's not about tactics, it's about winning duels, being aware of bouncy balls, second balls. Normally those teams are very competitive, challenging, always pushing, grabbing the, sh the, the, the jersey, and, and at times referees don't call those soft fouls, and that's so it's difficult to deal with some of that physicality in certain games like that. And the others, like when we face Seattle, Seattle is a team also that deals very similar to us and, and, and has the same intentions to have more possession, unbalanced opponent. Now, Columbus, uh, Orlando is another one. So it's, it's, it's very good to face those type of teams as well. They present another type of challenges, but uh, the league is very competitive. That's what uh, we know about MLS is uh, many different styles, but all of them can can win any game against any opponent because it's the league and you know you have to be prepared in every match. We talked a lot about what happened in the first half in Philadelphia, but the second half, you know, what was your takeaway from you know the way the team played and the way the team fought to try to make something of the match? Yes, our team don't quit. That's what I think. I think our team is not easy, honestly, against a team like uh, like Philadelphia that are is a team that is very strong mentally, that they score the first one, they go immediately for the second one. They like to punch you in the face when you are when you are down on the floor, they, they like to, to put a couple more punches in the face and, and, and they did like that. They're very good at that, but we stand up and we continue the fight and we're able to put a couple punches in their face as well. So uh, I like that reaction from the team, like even when we were not having the best period of time in the last part of the first half, we came back strong, we saw the reaction, we saw the intentions, we were very close, in my opinion, to, to equalize the game. Um, and, and I take that because at times in playoffs it's like that. It's when the adversity comes, it's how you stand up and fight and, and are ready for the next round. And, and that's, that's the mentality of the team that I like. So uh, we need more, we need full concentration, we need not to lose the control of the games. To be successful, to be champions, we need to be more consistent throughout the games. But I like that part, that reaction was pretty good to see. The last one for me is just how happy were you with what you got from the bench in those moments, the players who came off the bench and, and added something? Yeah, I'm blessed, honestly, with a, a, a very large group of players that I can count on. I think it's, it's not easy coming to this part of the season. And I can tell you, anyone that is in the bench, and even the guys that are not um, dressed for the games, I can count on all of them. I know all of them will come and impact the game. And it's proven, it's there. You, you've seen how many goals, how many assists, how many good actions the guys coming from the bench um, are giving to the team. And that's where I know that we're a, a very good team, a very solid team. The team mentality, everyone plays as, as, hard, as hard as they can, as long as they can. And when they are tired, next guy comes and keep us the same. And it's been inspiring the way substitutes in training here the, the day after the game when we lose mood is not great they didn't sleep well because we traveled back we put a session at 11 a.m when they probably went to bed at 3 a.m 4 a.m and they still put a very good show there a lot of energy positivity good quality then the reward for them is when they come 50 minutes at the end of the game they are they are right there so uh, it's been very very good you talk about focus and the little things a lot of that starts with organization defensively, how much has that been an emphasis kind of going off the last game but going into this weekend and who do you kind of, I don't want to say put that burden on, but challenge to, hey, we need to be more organized in these situations? 
Well, I would say that we are organized. If you, if you look at the goals we conceded, it's not like we are unorganized or unbalanced. Or probably the second goal we conceded against PD was a transition moment, and we were three against three, and, and it's not exactly what we want. Uh, but most of the time, we're organized. It's more the attention, and that is communication, is leadership, is, and I will say that the spine of the team, from the goalkeeper, the center backs, holding center mid, those four or five players, they need to be on top of everything. They see everything, what happens on the right, what happens on the right, on the, on the left, what happens in front of them, and everyone kind of lead what the next guy in front of them they're doing. And it's that attention, continuous awareness of every situation, every little movement from the opponent, how we adjust, and it's always it's difficult. It sounds very easy, to be honest, but imagine yourself being 90 minutes aware of everything, where the ball is, where the opponent, how they move, how they rotate, how your teammate, this guy didn't come back, so how adjust, and being aware of everything plus your individual duties is not easy to do. It's, it's, it's very easy to say and to demand, but that's, that's the, the, the standard that we need to meet to be a championship team. Championship team at times is not the one that plays the better football, the nicest, is in playoffs, is being aware of those situations. And that mentality of every play is important. You cannot fall asleep in one play because you are punished. And, and no, we have to be alert in everything, that alertness. So today, Rob, actually very good in the video, he asked them how it feels to be uh, alert. We ask you all the time how, how is to be alert. You have to be alert and how it feels in your body, in your mindset. What are you thinking when you are alert? And you have to be able to recreate those situations every time you're on the field. I think those are fair questions and the players need to answer that in the field. Have you created that kind of environment with you know attention to detail and whatnot in training this week? I mean, trying to figure out how to put them in those situations where it's like, hey, this is what it's going to be when it's the 89th minute and you're tired or... Yes, we try certain things to do. Actually, I'm gonna talk about Ben, Ben Prickley, who's our our psychologist or mental coach, however you want to call it, um, and, and he helped us a lot with that. With um, what's the message? Can we train the players in this situation? Even though today was a very light session, can you send the message like this? Can you do this little activity to change the perception or change the focus, the attention of the team? So we do a couple of those things internally. Uh, that doesn't mean always translate. That's what is football. In football at times, you you work in final third movements and your movements are great and the finishing, everyone is sharp. The game comes and then they don't score a goal because they were very bad. And it, it's what and at times you don't work on that and then you score. In football is a bit like that. I prefer more the long term process and being continuously talking about certain things that is more the values and the core, um, you know, uh, principles of play of the team but continuously not because this week this happened we have to go more on that i think the, the process the long term has to succeed